this week's midweek movie we're going to chat about is Mean Girls. Yeah. Which is a very appropriate movie for a bunch of 40-year-old dads to yarn on about. This is one you really pushed for. I did push for this because I thought it would be funny to review it and I'd also heard it was a half-decent movie. So, um, How did you get on with it? I didn't watch it, sadly. <laughs> oh, you, you didn't watch it? No. You've seen no, this before, though, haven't you? Sidey? No. Either, sidey. I had seen it before, and I watched it again for this. Oh, thank yeah. fuck for that, because otherwise it's just me. Yeah. That was commitment for you, to be fair. Uh, I do still want to see it. but You should see it, because we get it out of the way right at the start. It's, it's all right. It's pretty good fun. I did end up watching it with my daughter, and it's probably not appropriate probably a bit for racy, a seven-year-old. Yeah, probably a bit racy for... Uh, but we also old. watched Mission Impossible Rogue Nation with her this week, which is certainly not appropriate. So we just no. thought, fuck it, let's, You're just, on a roll. let's just go all in. Yeah. This is the story of Lindsay Lohan's Katie Heron, and it's spelt C-A-D-Y, and it crops up a lot in the film of people mispronouncing her name. And I think it's Caddy. supposed to be funny that she has to keep correcting them. It's one of the jokes that kind of falls a bit flat. And I think... When Americans say it, it does sound more like Katie, Katie, but I I don't know if it's a common name or whatever it is, but it's just one of the things. That, so she plays Katie Heron, whose parents are zoologists, um, and they were based in Africa. I don't think they were more specific than that, but they have now relocated stateside, and she's only ever been homeschooled. So this is her first high school uh-huh. experience. So we get the introduction to school. Um, is she kind parents. of a dork or? Uh, she ticks basically all the boxes in that she's very, very intelligent, but also hot. Really hot. Okay. But her hotness is played down because she wears like a baggy t shirt. Before so she, I say she's really hot, how old is she when this is kind of a breakthrough well, role? She's portraying isn't she? a 16 year old in this, so that we're in statutory rape territory. Yeah. Let's make that clear. <laughs> Yeah, but we should also point out that her tits are fucking massive, and she film. was like twenty-two playing this role or something. Yeah, and fucking wild. So she was coming off the back of her sort of Disney years, so she'd done the Parent Trap, some other fucking shite. But this is where she just went totally bonkers, wasn't it, for ages and I drugs? Think, and... I don't know if it was during this or after this because she was pretty big name once mm. this came out. Yeah. But the, the the actual cast in this is phenomenal. So you've got it Lindsay is, Lohan, you've you got Rachel McAdams, you've got obviously Amanda Seyfried, who I think they were just on the cusp of becoming stars at this point. It's written by Tina Fey and she's also in it. You've got Amy Poehler as well. And Lizzie Kaplan, who's someone who I really, mm. really like. She's great. Do you remember her from Hot Tub Time Machine? Yes. She was also in True Blood and gets... Which character is she playing this? She was the sort of stereotype goth character who everyone thinks oh, is Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was cool. And then they make good. The, the really, really shit joke that she's not a lesbian, she's Lebanese. Mm-hmm. That's oh, how that dear. plays out. It does fall foul of a lot of the sort of stereotyping of people in school sort of tropes. It's got that classic um, sort of, this is where the Asian nerds sit, this is where yeah, the jocks, this is where the, the jocks, the golf, exactly, all the all the. Well, the her, her two initial friends that she makes at the school are Janice Ian, played by Lizzie Kaplan, and Damien, played by Daniel Frenese, I think. Frenese. 
and so he is uh, a gay character and she is a goth character so they're on the fringes of all the, the different groups and they actually make Katie a map and it's got written out where all the people the different cliques sit so you've got and I don't know if this sort of ends up being kind of sort of stereotypically sort of crudely racist but it's like geeky Asians and then like something says something about the black women you know it, it sort of really pigeonholes all these different groups together but that, that but it's kind of true it isn't it of, I mean we like to think about but people it does you sort do of sit, sit with your together, own kind. you know I mean if you've got you know if you're from India and you're in a high school in anywhere then you might find yourself sitting with other Indian people or if you I should have looked it up because sporty this people almost exactly the same scene was done in 10 Things I Hate About yeah, You where it's a classic. Joseph Gordon-Levitt shows what's his name round the school and he points them all out. It's like exactly Ever the since same. It's a classic club. scene. Do you know though, why it's it? true? Yeah. Because it's true. Because it's true. Because yeah. when you go to a school, you'll see all the football team hanging around together. You'll see all the popular yeah. girls hanging around together. You'll see all the computer well, that, nerds like you hanging say, that's around the, together. That's the last group that she gets introduced to. Those are the plastics. So this is your... Yeah. Rachel McAdams is the, the, the leader. She's Regina. She's the, the leader of this trio of superficial blondes. Well, they're not all blonde, but, you know, this sort of, they, they call them the plastics. And they sort of befriend Katie for no real reason other than she's I think... She's the new girl, bit exotic. She's new and she's kind of hot, so they want to... Claim her. Claim her before un- another group does, I think. And- yeah, it wasn't really clear to me what their motivation what was, was it, for was it. it because that one of the uh the boyfriend the who's the hot guy there's a hot guy in it and he kind of pays her a bit of attention and then i think one of the plastics it was aaron wasn't yeah, it? yeah aaron it may have been aaron one of the, the plastics pays him a bit of attention well she she gets kind of hit on or, yeah. or the, the guy tries to embarrass her in the at lunchtime and he says have you had your muffin buttered? That's right. Um, That's which right. Originally yes. was going to be a different line, but there were lots of things that got taken out of this confused, movie because but it, that w- that was what it was. That it got, happened right in front of the a, plastics table, didn't it? At lunch yeah. break, and they they basically stick up for her and tell him to fuck off. It's the only sort of decent thing they do in the movie, really. They have history basically with Lizzie Kaplan's character Janice Ian, and they want to take Katie under their wing and. The, the two original friends basically see this as a way to infiltrate their gang, yeah. listen to all the stupid shit they say, and kind of take them down for some reason. Yeah, just because <laughs> um, they're school because kids. They're, kids. they're school kids. That's no other really reason, is it? Because they can. Yeah. And you'd never guess what happens, Lord but Katie basically becomes a plastic. Yeah. <gasps> Shock, horror. Well, she so kind of does, becomes... but she kind of doesn't. She's she's like on the fringes of it all, isn't she? Because she's still keeping open communications with the other team, but she's let them down on a couple of occasions as well, where she should have come. Yeah, no, I think I, I think it's safe to say she goes full plastic. Yeah, well, she... I don't know. I, I I think she would argue she was always a little bit short of full plastic. Yeah, you know, that's why she could keep the ties open. You know, why she could keep. Both groups kind of pissed uh, off possibly. and kind of happy. I th- something happened. I don't want to spoil it for you, Reese, because no, I would like you to. I watch can it. see you. But absolutely. Regina has to take some time this. out for some reason, and it's a pretty brutal scene, actually. And Katie becomes the de facto leader of the plastics. 
Um, mm. and they, yeah. they have it's they have up. this thing called the fucked burn up. book. Yeah. This is the crux of the movie. This is they is have this shit, burn, this burn book. book. This is like a where, book where they've all written the nastiest shit and they put on photographs of that person and yeah. then said, this girl was a real slut <sighs> or this guy's a da-da-da-da and, you know, whatever. And there's some... Um, there's some heavy shit in there, even to the point where who is it? Coach, coach, whoever. Uh, coach, what's his name? Is banging some. He's um, one of the Asian got a thing students. For Asian girls. So he's banging one of the Asian what? students. Yeah, he's, he's banging two of them. And then um, them. Tina Fey's character, the teacher, she's having to work a couple of jobs because she's divorced, and they've written in the book that she's a drug dealer. All this kind of really bitchy shit, and eventually the book gets leaked. It gets photocopied and put all around the school, so everyone so you, you, gets to read the comment. You and your about daughter themselves. was watching this bit, or you, what time? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're kind of you say, must be phasing out at this time, looking around that? over your shoulder <laughs> and just going, "Oh, maybe I should turn this down or off." So we have we, we've got to have this journey where they, they reconcile. Effectively, Katie has to own up because she had written some. She had joined in and she actually uses one of their catchphrases about Damien, about being too gay to function. That's that's written in the book. And so they know. That's they one know of their she lines. Written, yeah, you know she has I mean? written that's, in the book because she's oh. lifted that line directly out of them. So there's all this, you know, the, the reconciling, getting back in with the old clique and, and not pissing off the other. And there's a kind of happy resolution at the end. You'll, I'm sure you'll be relieved to know. I am relieved because I didn't know which way it was going to go. Well, yeah, because it's, it's a little bit cleverer than your average trash, to be honest. It, it is marketed as your average trash market, I guess. You know, it's just... It's, teen, it's literally it's marketed teen, as your average trash market. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a teen flick where they'll just want to get people in for a bit of a rom-comedy kind of thing. But this, yeah. with the writers, have taken it to a... And the acting well, has taken it to another level, to be honest. And as Sidey said, it turns out there's a bit of a stellar cast in this. You know, you go a few years down the line and you realise, actually, these are some fine actors in this that played in this Well, movie. Tina Fey's writing does elevate it you know, above your usual kind of um, just sort of horny yeah. teen sort of silliness. I mean, it does have a lot of that. But also, Tina Fey's Saturday Night Live alumni, isn't she? There's there's three, I think, others in this. And also, it's produced by Lorne Michaels. So it's got a lot of... Clout. High-quality comedy clout behind it. Yeah, it sets but it apart. I'm really, getting the sense that you guys enjoyed this. We did. I did enjoy it. Yeah, I did enjoy it. It's, it's after he It was a torture. Um, you know, it, it, it's not... It's not, I don't think, directly aimed at people of no, her. No. But if you've got, you know, we've got daughters, it sort of makes you think, Christ almighty, what's it going to be like when they go to school, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, but also, it's, it's kind of, it's cleverer than that even. You know, it's got, yeah. it's got more about it that you, you laugh along with some of the lines, some of the, the teachers, the one that's accused of drug dealing, for example, she's gone through this divorce and she's really kind of cool as well how you know teachers can be and teachers are generally and as i said the acting i think just elevates this to another level along with the it's, writing it's quite sad because you've got this ghoulish sort of fascination with what happened to Lindsay lohan and, mm. and she's decent in this she does you know she could yeah, act all right you know definitely. she's not you wonder what what her career might have turned out like i don't know exactly the timeline i was trying to read through stuff last night but it is so much stuff about her online about yeah. She she was very 
I think she had very difficult upbringing. Her father, I think, was abusive. Her mother is very, very pushy. I think her sister has an controlling, eating disorder. They always have um, controlling parents, don't they? She'd done hundreds and hundreds of adverts and things when she was, you know, very, very young, single figure age, and then pushed into the sort of Disney room. Sounds and a like lot of the Howie's people that, place. Yeah, mm. <laughs> a lot of the kids that go through that Disney <laughs> upbringing, it don't always come out the other end too healthy. And you do want to. It's a difficult one because initially, and I suppose totally, you, you should have sympathy for her because it, it, it's been difficult. But I was reading some of the other stuff where people have tried to employ her. I was reading one about, I don't know if you've heard of it, a film called The Canyons, which I think was pretty much Yeah, I heard about that, it. yeah. It's uh, Paul Schrader, um, mm. who wrote Taxi Driver. He wrote and directed this one and um, had a micro budget. And, it, you know, I think the budget in total was 250 grand for the film. It had quite a few porn stars because it, it the, the the central concept of the film was about a sex scene that ruined a relationship. Sorry, so what film is this? This isn't the one that I've the Canyons. I've it's called it was, the Canyons. Yeah. But the, the the article that I was reading, I think it was in the New York Times, was just they she had a the plot, didn't she? They had a reporter on on the set the whole time, and they were going through uh. just how appalling her behaviour was, but also self destructive and. So you want to be sympathetic with someone, but you also someone needs to help themselves a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's a sad a, story it because it's she such could a spiral, have. You know, people can get themselves in this, into. She's fresh faced. You know, she's dead young. She's fresh faced. She's clearly got some talent there, but you know, other factors took over and just kind of spoiled it all. But she ended up doing some fucking god awful reality thing, I think, on MTV, which is a fucking complete disaster as well. Well, she was hot in this and she was decent in this. So if you want to kind of have a look at it through those glasses and see the the potential, and potentially she still has, you know, I mean, you never write people off, but it's it, I, I love a, a redemption story and so does Hollywood. So maybe mm. we'll see her again and right at the beginning, right so. at the end, let's hope so. But Riggs... <laughs> This surprised me, this, because it was one of those where I thought, fucking mean girls, really? I've got I've got better shit to do, you know what I mean? I've got a, I've got a pile of fucking work I need to do over there. I've got, I'm going to squeeze in mean girls this week. West Ham are playing, you know, there's tons going on. <laughs> um, this was a pleasant surprise in the midst of all that. In, I'd heard it was pretty good. So you guys yeah. seem to confirm it. So I will definitely watch it sometime. Nice one to watch with the missus or, you know, it's a nice light entertainment thing when you're not sure what to there's put a, on. Put this on, you wouldn't be too disappointed for an hour. This and was half. 2004, and there's a 2011 sequel with no one from the the, the original. Yeah, because they were and all I, stars by then. And I'm willing to wager that you, you will see that I haven't. You know, you I should seen see it, that one I, first. I reckon yeah. the quality. You will see that this <laughs> one is, is waste better a than couple. Your waste a couple of hours on that one first, and then go to this one. <laughs> this will seem like Citizen Kane then in that case. We like to present the balanced view, so I do have a couple of Google oh, movie yeah, reviews. Yeah, it's best, it's best. Hayley Traven giving a five-star review says, spoiler alert, this review contains spoilers that I'm alerting you to. I just love it when Regina gets hit by a bus. I wish my enemy could get hit by a bus sometimes, which I haven't seen, so I assume that's a bit That was the bit I was trying not to tell you about. Yeah. yeah that, that's a great line. It's a great scene, though. It is, it's very clever. The counter view was from Matteo Hesselbath, who gave it um, a one-star rating, and he's put a uh, one-star rating because the whole plot is illegal here in Bolivia. 
which I think is also useful to yeah, know. Yeah. So that's Why the, that's the broad spectrum of reviews. What, what? I, I don't, I don't know. know. It's illegal to go to school in Bolivia. It must be just <laughs> maybe, the school maybe. bit. Well, overall, I would say this is pretty solid. It's a, it's a good one, especially if you've got a age-appropriate daughter to watch it with because they would get a lot out of this as well. I would say if you've got an evening where you're not sure what to put on, then check this out. You won't go too far wrong. <laughs>